Welcome back to the season finale of Insecure, season four, episode 10, Loki Lost. We're here with Miss Jacqueline Coley. Hi, y'all doing? Mr. Euro Garrett. What's happening? And your ridiculously beat host, Ahmad Childress. <laughs> so, how much of this episode was what you guys thought it was? Euro, you're first. Um, well, uh, my lady had always been saying that uh, Kadoga was going to end up pregnant eventually, and wow. <laughs> was he that was talking about Kadola being pregnant two episodes ago? <laughs> that, was kinda, that was weird because I wasn't expecting that. Miss Jacqueline Coley, what do you think? What um, was it? Was it what you've expected? Because you've you've said a kind of kind of a lot of things that did come to pass. They kind of switch it up at the end, and we'll get to that in a minute. But what was your just overall take of the episode? I mean, I just how do I put this? So I did not expect Condola to be pregnant, but I didn't care. Like, like I'm glad I'm off Twitter because people had lost their minds about that girl being pregnant. Like, as if mm-hmm. that shit has not happened multiple times to fucking celebrities and more regular folks than we care to talk about. You know who else this happened to? Tom Brady when he was dating Giselle. You know who else is talking to? Billy Crudup. <laughs> like, this happens all the time. You fucking one girl, you go hook up with another, and then that bitch turns up pregnant. This how is about, not... How about Dwayne Wade and... Yeah, Gabrielle, Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union. I'm like, bitch, we've seen this story. Why are y'all acting? Like, everybody acted like this was such a thing. And I'm like, bitch, this is like, happens all the time. It's real life they're trying to like do something that anyway so i didn't think about the yeah i didn't think about the condola being pregnant part but the thing i was happy about was the thing i said which is that i knew that molly and Issa would get to a point where they had some kind of emergency and they yeah. knew that the of uh, the only person they could call was each other and so you yeah. gotta work it through and so that that like played out exactly what i expected I thought it was going to be with Tiffany, though. Like, I thought it was going to be her issue. And it turned out it wasn't. Also, inside tip, I heard from somebody that worked on the show that was them giving a mini episode of looking for LaToya. That was, like, making the, the actual insecure folks act out this moment of, like, we need to find her. Like, literally, that's what it was. Oh, It was a say again i said it was a backdoor pilot yeah i mean basically yeah yeah that's wild oh i mean and then they launch they launch the podcast pretty much at the same time like right i think the day of the last episode uh i know uh tristan wingers in it uh thug yoda shout out to them yeah it's pretty it was pretty funny like i said it was pretty funny and then like why like you know the message is obviously you know about finding missing black women, but like it's really funny, mm-hmm. yeah, really deep at the same time. It's really yeah, it's it's actually it's actually probably the first time I've read you know listened to that type of podcast before. But yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I think it was interesting. We got considering considering the type of show it is this season more so. I mean, the other seasons have touched on on serious notes before, but this season we got missing black men. Black men's mental health. I mean, missing black women, black men's yeah. mental health, black yeah. women's postpartum depression. I mean, like they they hit a lot yeah. of a lot of areas 
and still kept the tone of the show the same and kept yeah. the tenor of the show, black women's mental health as well. Yeah. Um, you know, also they still police, were- Also the police. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That part yeah, of the that episode- hit, yeah, that I think that hit a lot of people differently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A little too close, close for comfort on that one. I was like, yeah. uh, it was, yeah. it was a little scary seeing, uh, it was, uh, yeah. as they say on, on cable, rip from the headlines. Yeah. Yep. However, however, if nothing, none of this had happened, right? If like we weren't in the state of, if we were in the state of where we are now in America, would like, would we just have, would have laughed it off for what it was considering the tone of it? Yeah the tone of it insecure like just like uh last season with the whole coachella the Baychella shit yeah it was like it was funny but like i know this was funny and it was you know but it, it felt different <laughs> like there was like a hit of serious i think that everybody kind of felt watching it like this can go left real bad <laughs> like this is going left real quick mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> it's seen this this season a year ago yeah, yeah. the whole thing would have played different. Yeah, I mean, we would have been like, like you said, we would have been laughing through a lot of parts that we're not necessarily laughing through this year. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, were y'all on Twitter last night? Because I heard about it afterwards. Apparently, people were like dragging Issa for the show. Like, I did not understand this. I didn't. Yeah, a lot of people were disappointed. Yeah, a lot of my friends were disappointed uh, with the decision of Condola being pregnant because I think everybody wanted Issa and oh, they wanted to, yeah they wanted like this I guess they wanted the dream sequence that she got in like the first season or the second season yeah oh yeah 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 you know people yeah. really wanted that but I don't know do you think do you guys think this is the end of the Lawrence arc no, no. Why, do, uh, well, why do people think that that is the dumbest thing ever of the whole thing <laughs> that is the dumbest thing I will listen to a lot but being like oh now that we've set up this beautiful complicated love triangle we gonna let this negro dip please no, <laughs> no. Well, he, he, I he treated it now to get bumped off the show yeah I, I and mean, I thought I treated oh I'm sorry no go ahead go ahead yeah, I kind of treated, I kind of figured like Lawrence is going to be, I know it's going to sound crazy, but like Lawrence reminds me of like Scooter and Living Single. Like, <laughs> even though even though like, obviously like Scooter is the main love interest for Khadija, she had like a boyfriend of the week type of like kind of oh, deal. Yeah. So, so that's the way I pretty much, and that's kind of like the kind of I guess the way that the series has kind of worked in a sense is that we all know that like Lawrence is like the main, you know, thing or idea romance wise, but she still has like the next guy that we're gonna see that finds her attention, that gets her attention in some mm. way in yeah. some way. I mean, I think yeah. it was like that for girlfriends too. I, I mean, yeah, that was the thing. They were saying that that storyline has been seen before. It's like, yeah, well, people keep fucking, they'll be babies and all kinds of other shit. <laughs> and we and we got that. We got a hint of that from TSA Baby Bay earlier in the yes, season. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> so, so she she had already alluded to that. Like, yeah. she at least put that in her head. Second thing, um, Issa tweeted something out. I think the day of, I think she tweeted, "Are you happy now?" Yeah. And I didn't know if that was related to okay, the season's over, or okay, they got together, 
or if it was related to the whole condom thing that we've talked about, you know, last season too, where, you know, people were beefing on her for not showing condoms. And then she showed us that one condom at the beginning of the season mm-hmm. and we get this. So like now we're seeing the consequences. So I wasn't sure which she might be referring to, but um, we definitely, she, you could tell that Issa is definitely listening to her critics and yeah. uh, addressing it on the show. And then I also saw another interview where this was something I suspected, but they talked about how they actually wanted the Molly and Issa fight to be more even. Like Mm. that was in an interview recently and that made me be like, oh, I get it. And then that just goes back to what I said. You can't make that even. Like you have to make Issa look more fucked up for it to be even because they were like, well, everybody loves Molly. I'm like, yeah, in relationship to her going hard with Issa. Like, you can't, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, like, we like them together, but if you're asking me to choose, bitch, this is easy. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a choice. This is, I will always go for our girl. Yvonne Orgy basically had got a taste of what Anna Gunn went through through all whatever mm-hmm. season. Breaking Bad, where it was just like, we hate her, we're gonna string her up. <laughs> like, yeah. It was it was the same thing because you could tell she was getting at least moderately frustrated by some of the response. And I think she definitely had said even, you know, a couple of times that she had been a little surprised at the response to Molly across the season. But I mean, they definitely played her as the antagonist for well, I don't think know. they meant to. I think they meant for it to be I was gonna say, I guess in modern and recently, I think the most hated person, uh, at least I'd like to say the most hated person uh, according to social media would probably be Tariq from Power. Mm. <laughs> He's got death threats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tariq. Yeah, yeah. That's like that's the way I saw like the whole hate with Molly. It's like, ooh, mm-hmm. it's like there. Yeah, they, <laughs> they, were, they were coming after, and. <laughs> Yeah, well, the, the sad thing is that she kind of grew through the whole season. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, she really did. I mean, yes and no. Like, I don't know. There's also a part of me, too, that's like, like, Andrew, that poor man. Yeah. And he so, stuck out well, as long as he could. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he did. Let's talk about Andrew real quick. Um, you know, first we see Andrew at, at her work mixer, you know, bending over backwards as usual. Mm-hmm. Picking out the on which was 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 just amazing because of course that was Torian. Um mm-hmm. and Molly still kind of like I don't think Molly recognizes when she's like overstepping bounds. I think she's been better about correcting it, but I don't think she she recognizes when she's doing it. And I don't know what's up with Homegirl, but she cannot read her man for nothing. No. <laughs> like like I just really... see the and I know what's going yeah. on in his head. Yeah. I mean, again, I think that's just Molly being like, it's all about me. Again, she's not being selfish. Like, we all do that to a degree. But yeah, especially, I think, with this relationship, because she was so new, because it was so mm-hmm. new, she, I think she just should have taken a little bit like, you know what? Maybe I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, maybe I don't know what is the best thing to do. So, But you could tell also she's used to being in control or at least wanting to feel in control at all times. Mm-hmm. So when she's not, it's super unfamiliar to her. So can we also talk about how good this episode looked? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 
great looking episode. Yeah. Yeah, the um, weed shots. The weed shots. Yeah. <laughs> I think he said that he those were his American honey shots. Um, I like the scene with with um with Nathan and Issa in the back of the barber shop. Yeah. Everything I guess they talked yeah. about everything. They wanted to frame all of the conversations. And that scene was shot really well. And there's parts where they're in the mirrors and there's boxes around. But it was it was a really good looking episode. I think everybody works on this show. Whatever the next show there is, I hope they all also, get also, and I have to be, I'd have to be corrected, but I believe that barbershop is off of uh, Park, off of Henshaw. Oh, word! You would know. You would. Know. Yeah, I think <laughs> it's literally, it's literally where uh, Millennium, that bar, uh, it's like the area where like Millennium, Millennium Boston used to be. That's not there no more. You know oh, what I'm okay. talking about, my. Yeah, I think like, I do. I think I saw like the little insecure little tag, or maybe it was. I don't know, but I figured that had. Yeah, interesting. It probably is. So we'll we'll get to the the Andrew and Molly stuff, um, because they have that first half fight, which is quickly interrupted by, where's Tiffany? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We got some real acting acting here. I, yeah. And I didn't that. Yeah. Um, the actor, the guy who plays uh, Tiffany's husband, is also a writer. So I'm giving props there. He writes mm-hmm. on uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh, nice! Oh, wow! Oh, wow! So congrats on having two jobs, like yeah. a lot of people. <laughs> Girl, let's. I see someone ask me that the other day. They're like, "Well, what do you?" They're like, "You're just a journalist, right?" I'm like, mm, "No, I host a podcast. I do interviews. I moderate panels. Like, ain't nobody just writing anymore. That died with Roger Ebert." Oh, <laughs> like you, you, some yeah. people can make a living just typing, but that ain't that ain't the gig no more. You gotta be you gotta be a way more. Uh-huh. There's not enough hustle out there to just. I mean, some people try, but it's it's a it's a rough hustle. Yeah, and and I, when I said Tiffany something, I meant Derek. I forgot his name for a second there. Yeah, but you know, when it, like you said, this this whole looking for Tiffany thing. First of all. This is the black Scooby Doo content that I come here for. <laughs> this, was great. this was a mystery. They were all yeah. together. A little fr- Issa Molly friction. They're mm-hmm. at the Live movie theater. One of them's gonna go up top. One of them's gonna go down. We get to see the director of the episode um, <laughs> cameoing as a very tweaked out security guard. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed the crap out of this part of the show. Uh, yeah. Can we talk about the genius of the scene where Issa describes uh, the lift? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was genius. That was genius, actually. Oh, yeah. Where well, she was like, okay, $6. And then that means <laughs> at this time, with non surge price, like she did lift Matt. Like, it was it was amazing. Um, right, so that's going to be readily coming in, come in handy. <laughs> but they broke it down and they found that girl fast yeah <laughs> considering considering how big of a story you know a plot point is to this story they tracked her down quickly like they didn't it didn't derail the whole episode it was and they gave it as much time as it needed to get you know and it was funny they went to a guisados and me and my wife had been driving around earlier that day passed by two different guisados we got back and we watched the episode we we're like we were just talking about this place four minutes ago. Um, <laughs> it's always nice that the show uses like real restaurants and real spa- spots mm-hmm. and real clubs. And 
that's that's a cool part of the show. Yeah, and the one thing I will say, I mean, we're we're here anyway because you know after they solve it, they both go through their troubles. Uh, but like when we get to the end and they're at the table, I think it's really interesting. I was worried about how they were going to resolve it, and they didn't. And I think that was that was even more brilliant. Yeah, yeah. and they did it. And to the part uh, of us, I was going to say the part on the bus where Issa is talking to Derek and Molly's talking to Derek, and they're both on opposite sides. And they're really kind of talking to each other. Mm-hmm. That that was kind of dope too. Yeah, like they're looking at each other, but they're talking through him to each other. Yep. <laughs> Where Issa's like, Derek, none of us are per- perfect. We're all trying to figure it out, and Molly's like looking at her, and it was like you said, it was the emergency that needed to happen. I felt like this was this was the part in to go to in a completely different lane to the genre movie like Avengers Endgame where like Tony and and Captain America kind of like make nice mm-hmm. after <laughs> for like a whole movie and a half or two movies yeah. <laughs> you know the, the, the ending of this episode felt like a superhero movie it's like okay the world's on fire we gotta get together and talk this out yep mm-hmm. and, and the thing I think about it that was good was Molly did call, obviously. It looks like she was the one that reached out based on what we kind of saw. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing I think is really interesting is I don't think they were talking about either of their men. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think they were just talking about what was going on between each other. Because I think oh, yeah. they were like, just like, we just, I just need my best friend because this is about to get rough. I don't yeah. need her to tell me and what's I- happening. I just need to have her. And also yeah. the usage of Tyler, Pen- I mean of Tyler, uh, Tyler the Creators. Are we still friends? Oh, um, no. the ego out was yeah, that was perfect. No, that, <laughs> that was, was perfect. Yeah, the exit songs for the whole season have been dope, but I would put that one right up there with Case of the X. Like that was just. Yeah. <laughs> and then wait, bitch, what are we talking about? It alludes to that in Case of the X. Talking about <laughs> like you know y'all ain't got no kids. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, see, man, it it it'd be interesting if we like and people looked at this show or you know us or whoever looked at this show the way that people like picked apart shows like Lost. Mm-hmm. You know where you're li- literally listening to every cue, you're listening to checking the music cues. Like I think they're so subtle with it that a lot of times that stuff is easy to mm-hmm. to go past you. Yep. Everything on this show is deliberate. Yeah. Hype. Yep. So we, we, you know, we get we get Tiffany back. They don't come out and say it, but you know, you get the impression this is some postpartum stuff, which I think you've gotten a hint of a couple of times in the season. Um, the block party where she was just like, "Peace," you know. Thanks yeah. for taking. Thanks for going home back with the baby. We're good, you know. And a couple other times where you could tell Tiffany at least was having a rough time with it. I mean, yeah, look at her dress. Like, Tiffany used to always come out laid, face beat, and, like, you notice towards the season, and they actually talked about it at the end of the episode for, the, like, the wind-down. They let her slowly unravel to where when you open mm-hmm. the door of the hotel and she's got just her hair out, wet, no makeup, like, you know. Yep. On the bus. Yep. Yeah. Um. So let's get to the um andrew and molly conversation so we all saw this coming right 
Molly? Funniest thing is when she said I let shit go all the time because I <laughs> like laughed at the screen. I was like, when? 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 Your daddy. Shit. Let's just do this season. Your daddy, Andrew's brother, fucking Issa. Like, God damn, like, you don't let nothing go. Not a thing. <laughs> or, or her assistant. When her assistant messed up the... Oh, yeah. The, the, yeah. the assistant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Molly is like, Tupac. everyone can get it. You know, she's not playing with nobody. And yeah. it's interesting to see her finally realize it. Um, mm-hmm. And and also remember, Issa told her at the block party, if you mess this up with Andrew, don't come and blame me later. And I was like, girl, girl, yep. <laughs> you sounded like Nostradamus right there, because I have a feeling this is going to come to pass. Yep. And also, <laughs> let's give it up for Molly. Your life does not have to be this messy. Well, apparently it fucking does. This shit is messy as <laughs> Molly, this is your life. Oh man, and it, and it's what the sad part is. If she had been paying attention to Andrew for the last four episodes, she would have seen this coming. Too busy worried about what Issa's doing for that. Come on now. Seriously, like you said, Issa had free rent up in her head for real. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about the thing that people are most mad about, though. Hit it. I just want to say that. The last episode when they had that beautiful love affair and like you see them falling in love and like Issa's like looking at him down like as he's laying on her lap, which by the way, like somebody tweeted, this is the kind of love I want. And Issa said, that's the look where you give someone who's like, I will kill this motherfucker if he ever leaves me. (laughs) Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Um, (laughs) And... Yeah, when he, like, literally when he came in, I saw it in Jay Ellis's eyes. Again, shout out to his acting. He brought it to yeah, that scene. Great. And oh, the verge to tears. Yes. <laughs> My, they don't show her face when he walks in. No. When he walks in, you don't get a fra- face. She hugs, and he's on the opposite side of her. So you don't yeah. see those watery eyes until he comes all the way into the kitchen. Yeah. And the body <laughs> language is there. It's yep. like it's the puppy dog tilt and shoulders are down. Like you, you know something is up. Yeah. The my favorite, my, my favorite at it, and this is actually something that people do. It's unconscious body language and unconscious movement. The more he tells her, the more she physically walks away from him. Like every mm-hmm. time he keeps talking, she just keeps backing away from him. And then she starts to hug herself. Like that's how shook she got, which I think is like. Just is such a great choice by Issa for the acting in that one. And the way that they frame this this scene between yeah. the, 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 the present, the past, Issa asks the questions and Condola answers them in the past. Like, I'm sorry, that was genius. That was genius. The way, yeah. the way it's it's not a it's like I've never seen an episode a, a, a active flashback like that where it's you're yeah. literally having a conversation in the past or the present. Like this was some watchman shit. Yeah, yeah, that was the watchman shit. She watched. I'm telling you. Come on. Oh yeah, for real, for real. But it was just, and like you said, like the more he's talking, the more watery he's getting. And like you said, she keeps backing up. She's a shock. She is in. Yeah. 
And then she says the only thing you can. This is too much. Like, this is literally, I can't even give you an answer. Only answer I have for you is this, this, is, this too is too much. much. Cut to Monique sitting on the couch. Yeah. Watch. Yeah. But no, I like, I don't know. People are like talking about like, oh, this is the end of Lawrence, this is the end of Andrew. I'm like, no, bitch, the money's in the chase. They have just set up another three seasons. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Eventually, mm-hmm. Dola is going to be like Ross's wife from Friends. Like, we know like he has a kid, but they're not going to show it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm, I can't remember a show that did so many setups and resets on the season finale like usually you Mm -hmm. get these setups and resets across the season like or at the very beginning of the season but they set up like you said they've set up multiple storylines with this we had we had three three big stories we got that nathan is still interested in 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 her he wants Mm -hmm. to work with her We've got Lawrence is still interested in her, but he's got this baby with Condola. We've got her and Molly getting back together. We've got her and Andrew breaking up. I mean, like, this yeah. is like a roller coaster. Yep. And the aftermath of Tiffany, because you know that shit ain't done after just fucking no. finding her. Uh, so, yeah. No, like, and Derek's problem, so. Yeah. So I was just mad when people were like, oh, that's going to be in the Lawrence. I'm like, have y'all not watched television? Like, come no. on. <laughs> No. There's too much comedy in that dude knocking her up when he was trying to get back with Issa. There's too many laughs and also heartache in that. It's just, and it's, I would be no. mad if they actually did delete him. Now, granted, if JL blows up after Maverick, shit happens. So. Oh, if he comes out in Tenet too, man, it's yeah, over. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. I do think they will try to find a way. Because, I mean, they like, they. The show's probably maybe got two more seasons left. I think Insecure is probably a six-season show. I don't see it being a yeah. show that, like, goes on and on forever, maybe, like, six or seven seasons. So I can see it. Yeah. I can see that. And he just directed an episode, too. Like, I, mm-hmm. I can see him sticking around through that. I'm telling you, after this show, every, all these people getting checks. Girl. If everything is right uh, in the world, which we but it's this was a very good-looking episode, very well-written and directed episode. Um. But like you said, there's, there's a, I mean, I also like that considering all the different things they set up this season, we still don't know where it's going to go. It's not like mm-hmm. there's no, there's no guarantees. Yep. Yeah. So, we'll see so let's get, yeah, let's get to Tony, okay, Captain America and Iron Man uh, finally getting back together at the end of the show, reuniting like peaches and herb. At, at the Ethiopian restaurant. Who do you, who do you think she was going to go see? Oh, absolutely, Molly. I, yeah, I, I figured it was yeah. Molly. Yeah, no I, doubt. I mean, the, the hint was the the yellow, the yellow, green, and red, the Ethiopian in the window when they're next door to the places she walked down out on, literally next door. Mm-hmm. The place where 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 Issa was going to walk in to two episodes ago, and she sees Molly and gets back in the car. That's the market next door to the restaurant that they're at. Yeah, and the restaurant they're in is the one from season one, I think. I think this might be might be the best season. I think this might I think this is the best episode of this season and this was already a solid season, but I think this was this was I think the best season of the show, but I think this was also definitely the best episode of the season. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. 
I will say Lauren showing up at Baychella is always going to rest in my heart, but <laughs> listen, listen. That entire yeah, Baychella but, episode. Yeah. We, we didn't even talk about the fact that Lawrence got the job in San Francisco. Well, yeah. because nigga ain't going to the job now. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, Candola says she, she pretty much low-key told him that she didn't really need him. Yes, she well, did. Good for her, and she honestly, told him exactly yeah. that. She, yes. And this is the thing. I am sure that that is also going to set up a whole again, man. Y'all would be dumb if you don't have her come back next season because she is so independent. She's like, I didn't need you, so you are not going to come in here trying to be all dad and like run some shit. You know, <laughs> I could so see her checking him on that part. And like, that's a whole nother story. Could you oh. imagine if they come back and do some kind of flash forward and the show's taking place in Oakland? How <laughs> wild is that? I could see a flash forward, though. I actually could see a flash forward. That that actually is because they're going to have to do it anyway, because you don't want to see the messy part of Issa and Molly reconnecting. No, and you yeah. don't want to see the messy part. Like I could see them like literally like condola and lawrence's babies and diapers so like maybe a two-year yeah. jump yeah yeah that'd be pretty cool yeah. um and and this season more than any other season i could think of they played a lot around with the time jumps i mean the first five episodes are a month apart yeah All uh-huh. episodes are one month apart considering they take place pretty much right after the end of last season so we uh-huh. i mean this season takes place over the course of like like six months six months of change maybe seven yeah. so it'd be interesting to see if they do uh how far ahead they go or how close they go i'm gonna give it up to yeah. mr curtis penny for writing and directing this episode he, he had a good year this year he did this he did on court so shout out to mm-hmm. him the cameo was fire Miss Jacqueline Coley, you have any predictions? What's your number one prediction for next season? Uh, my number one prediction for next season is Lawrence will be back because there's still people thinking that that's not going to happen. And I think that I think that we'll do a time jump. I think it'll be definitely a time jump. Those two things for next. All right, Mister Euro Garrett, what about you? What's your major prediction for next season? I'm gonna just throw this out here. Just hell marry it. Here it goes. Um, Dale, come back. Oh man, that would that would be <laughs> that would oh, messiest yeah. ever. Literally. <laughs> oh. Oh, my God. It would be the battle of, of light, dark, and in between chocolates. It would, it would Girl. Oh, my God. All right, Euro. That's that's like the the um the upside down place timeline, and that scares me. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, my my prediction for next season is there may be a location change. As much as I'm being oh. this this version of LA, I have a feeling that Lawrence might not turn down that job. Yeah. Especially oh, yeah. as much as he wants to stay with Issa, he might need some space, and she probably is going to give him some space, more space than he wants. Okay. So that has been the Insecure Podcast for season four. We will catch up with y'all later. Unless Atlanta ever comes back. Uh, (laughs) Everybody on that show is getting a check, so I'm not expecting it to ever come back, which is a shame. Miss Jacqueline Coley, where can we find you online? 
Y'all can find me everywhere at that Jacqueline. Likely tired, but always there. <laughs> Mr. Eurogear, where can we find you, sir? Eurog.com. Twitter, Eurog. Instagram, Eurog323. And you can find me at Ahmad Childress on Twitter and nowhere else that I'm going to tell you about. Everybody, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for staying on for all these episodes. Thanks for enjoying the ride with us. Um, and thanks for listening. And uh, give us a shout out on uh, iTunes or whatever that is the teenagers are doing. This has been the Insecure Podcast. <laughs> Peace out. Peace. Bye. All right. We did Again. Yeah. Can you believe we've been doing this mess for two years? It's crazy. Also, let's talk about the fact that we will probably have another season of Insecure before we get another season of Atlanta. Atlanta. Because because Atlanta was supposed to turn in 2021, which probably meant they were intending on being in production late this year. That don't look like it's going to happen. I thought when COVID COVID hit, they were shooting in Italy. I thought. They were? Yeah, they were shooting one. Uh, they were in the middle of the shooting the season. Because uh, remember, they were shooting season three. I mean, yeah, season three and four back to back. They were? Yeah, they were um, shooting three or four back to back. Yeah, they were, it was supposed to be some crazy, ambitious season that, like, Battle Lover was going for. So when they were shooting, they were in Italy. Oh, yeah. I Actually, mean, no, it says that they had already started. Yeah. They had already started filming in April. Yeah. Or no, they were no, no, not April. Um, they had already sick. started filming in. Oh, hold on, March. No, it's earlier than that. I'm looking at this article. Yeah. Um, they were. Uh, well, that's yeah. That's they were. They were. They were already filming. Uh, apparently, yeah. which makes sense because like Donald Glover was at that Eddie Murphy when I went to see Eddie Murphy in SNL, which meant that he was like around. Yeah. Yeah. Which means he wasn't doing a big movie, so. That's yeah. wild. Yeah, they were in the middle of the shooting. Yeah, if they're shooting them tandem, they might not be shooting sequentially. And if they're not shooting them sequentially, they can't knock out one. They can't mm. post one and not the other. So they might be screwed. Yeah. Yeah. All, All right, right, y'all. All right. All right. Peace.